This is uh, FDR Radio, and uh, I'm here in our Bonoboville uh, studio, and um, we're um, we're actually doing what Susan and I have been doing for about thirty some odd years or more, and uh, now they we become uh, <coughs> podcasters. Is that right, uh, Dr. Susie? We're podcasters now. I always think of a hen laying eggs as a pod or a pod. I think they're trying to get you ready for the word pod because basically they're putting everyone in pods. I always think of that movie, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Hmm. What'd they do there? They snatched your body and put it in a pod and regrew you into one of them. Oh, yeah, there's a guy now that has a, a, a thing where they bury you in this pod of dirt. And then you kind of grow into a tree. Well, the pods yeah. that <laughs> we are now buried in aren't that complex. It's simply a phone. And they don't have to bury our body, at least not immediately. They just bury our minds. So the brain is on a phone. Well, first they snatch the minds. That's the invasion of the body snatchers part. And that's the pod. They put it in a pod, and the pod is the phone. And they grow you into a meta-being that spends a lot of money and fights wars and has minimal sex. Just to reproduce so that they can have more pods and more bodies to snatch. Um, Dr. Susie, did you, uh, you know what's going on in Ukraine, that that disaster over there? Yes. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a dream. Yeah. Last week we... They they say that Putin has lost his mind or his marbles somewhere. Are you asking me a question, or you just, do, do you have just, something to say about I, it, or no, what? No, just, I don't quite get it. I'm wondering. Are you doing an opening here? Are we on the train yet? Are we yeah, just oh, kind no, of no, 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 we're meandering right now. Oh, Let's hear so we're the not tra- on the train yet. Give the signal for the train to come. Where's that train? Where is it? Okay, the train's coming. FDR. Fuck to rich. Also stands for Franklin Delano Roosevelt, our 32nd president, who was definitely a wartime president. He was a wartime president. Well, of course. Although he didn't drop the A-bombs. Truman did that. So, yeah, so Ukraine, last week Putin's war was a horrific novelty, and this week it is a depressing reality. Uh, Last week we took an in-depth look at the people, the history, and the culture of Ukraine with... Our friend, Loser Torsky, also uh, Susie Award winner for Funniest Fundamentalist Refugee, and very much a, almost a Ukrainian, right? Who? Loser. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he is Ukrainian, right? Well, he's American. Yeah, he's American, but it wasn't His he, ancestors are wasn't Ukrainian. Wasn't he the, the son of uh, the S- Jewish Jesus or something? Yes. I mean, yeah. some of my ancestors come from Ukraine also, but losers were like princes and princesses in a way. I mean, the Baal Shem Tov. 
who was the founder of Hasidic Judaism, the mystical leader and a very important Ukrainian and Loser was actually making a movie about him and Loser is his great 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 grandson and yes the movie is called Dove Bush that is the name of another hero of Ukrainian folklore that I learned about who's kind of like a Robin Hood who is a little bit socialist, woohoo, <laughs> who steals from the rich and gives to the poor, and Putin doesn't like that. Uh-uh. But Nectar Sauce says, Shalom, Walakum. And then he has a Ukrainian flag. And I'm not sure what platform he's on, because my staff is not giving me that information. Uh, but... Uh, Okay, what's going on here? Where so I need to know what platforms people are on, but it's okay. okay. We're on all kinds of platforms tonight. I just like to find one of the platforms. So should I keep going? Or yeah, yeah, no, 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 go right ahead. No, no, go, no, go, Susie, it's okay. Go, go, go. Go, baby, go. Well, go, go, go. You Remember know. Yale. You know, go, go. For God, for country, <laughs> and for, for Yale. Yale. Not that I would pick up a gun for Yale. I wonder if Loser would pick up a gun for Ukraine. I don't know. Didn't ask him that. It was, he was so intense about Ukraine, passionate. And of course, I understand his friends are there and just made a movie there. It was practically like having Zelensky himself on FDR, actually, wasn't it? Hmm. Well, not really. But it was a Ukraine love train on FDR. Absolutely. <laughs> And we talked about sex workers in the Ukraine also. The Ukraine love train, baby. Go Bonobos. Tonight is still a Ukraine love train, but we also have room for anti-war Russians. Really, we have room for all kinds of Russians. Even if you're on the fence, just lay down your arms. And other refugees, and even Putin as long as he is bound and gagged with a Russian flag and will keep him alive to call his mama. And then we'll alert the troops. Stop the war, we want to get off. It's a recurring dream of mine, actually. Except instead of us being on a train, actually this is true. A beautiful sex worker dominatrix, sometimes it's kind of me, but I think she should be Russian. A favorite of Putin's who says Russia has the best hookers, doesn't he? <laughs> and so she or me, you know, in the dream, she comes in to see him, very private. He needs to relax. She's tantalizing him with his favorite fetishes. I keep thinking like foot fetish, like really boot licking, humiliation, peeing maybe on a bust of linen, and then pegging while she's wearing a Trump mask, or maybe a Zelensky mask. You know, I don't know. I am not his sex therapist. And if I were, for what I just told you, I'd have to kill you, all of you. Well, anyway, at some point, this dominatrix kind of seduces him into consensually accepting a little bondage play, you know, which I think he probably would be into under the right circumstances. 
maybe with some mushrooms. With some mushrooms? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, mushrooms. You can go a lot of places. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. you could have a taste tester that would test it and see, okay, yeah, it yeah. tastes good, and it's mushrooms. And then he would accept being in bondage. And once you do that, <laughs> yep, I tell you, just like a little jute rope around the arms and the legs, a gag in the mouth, a hanky of the Russian flag, you know, tied around the mouth, and voila, your monster is captured. Stop the war. We want to get off. That was actually a Broadway show, just in case you don't know. No. <laughs> it was called <clears throat> Stop the World, I Want to Get Off, with Anthony Newley, and it was actually about the pitfalls of capitalism which uh, is kind of interesting. What kind of fool am I? Sammy Davis Jr. famous for singing that, and I guess he starred in that show at one point, and so uh, Nectar Sauce says, Putin is looking to take all Baltic countries. Nectar Sauce has some good intel. Yep. Intel. Instagram, he's on. And Nick Boyar says, hello, Dr. Susie. And he's on Instagram. And Kristen Rock gives me a lot of different little symbols of fire and smoking and candles and Facebook. On Facebook. Yes. Facebook. So I do sympathize with Ukraine. I'm all for you people putting Ukraine flags in your social media. I actually have Ukraine flags in my social media. But I just want to say, no World War Three for me. Yeah. And, you know, if, if, if you're evil, you better, you know. I am against war and for love or kink. And this is not an easy position to be in right now. You know, everybody wants to fight. Mostly fight Putin. And I kind of do, too. You heard my sort of fantasy it involves a sneak attack and then we don't kill him we just put him in bondage and take all his toys away <laughs> i like all these rich people trying to hide their 500 foot yachts yes where would you hide yours captain max where would i hide mine where uh, would you hide your yacht maybe that's the question of the night you know that's one of the things i don't know if you want to own the yacht or just rent it well, that's why we mostly rent and right. don't own. We are nomads, though. We do have an RV that we live in. Mm -hmm. But we rent all real estate. Jux Lee says, go bonobos, indeed. Yes, indeed, yes. That's what we got to do. We got to make kink, not war. We got to go bonobos. I don't know how exactly. I have my fantasy about capturing Putin with a hot dominatrix he does seem to admire the russian hookers he said so so there's something there poor guy he needs help he needs to be captured in that case i admit it would be non-consensual 99.9999 time percent i'm for only consensual activity but with putin <laughs> I'm going to capture that mofo. You know, we should drone him out. Well. Make oh, lots of noise. Whatever. Then I say, 
What did I say? Drone him out? You did say that. Oh. <laughs> you did. Sorry about that, uh, Poot. Poot, Poot. Poot, Poot. Poot, Poot, Poot. <laughs> you ain't putting nothing on over Putin us. Poot needs a bootin'. Uh, wow, yeah. Amazing. From Adriana. I think she'd like to boot him herself. I think we'd all like to boot him. That's for sure. He's got a couple of defenders, maybe. He's got this one guy. Actually, he's got a, a general of Trump's that says he's too gentle on the Ukrainians and that Yelensky's a puppet. Now, I warrant you, okay, Zelensky, my landsman, my man, my hero. You are a hero. But, like... Not good to be asking to join NATO now. We want peace talks now. And we should dissolve NATO. Really. They dissolved the Warsaw Pact. We should dissolve NATO. We got to give Putin a Putin and also NATO. Really. Let's not make war not love. We do have to protect the Ukrainians somehow. Protect. We have to help, I guess. I don't know what verb to use. But at the same time, nothing makes us remember that we are one more than the presence of nuclear weapons in the hands of madman. And you know what? All of these guys at the tippy top of power are madmen, though. Some a little madder than others. Oh, there, there's benevolent evil Ooh. and non-benevolent evil. It's all evil in a way, you know. It's okay, but so Go Boy is writing, Doctor Block. I'm trying to watch some of your recorded videos. I don't know what he's saying here. You know what? I need some help with my little thing. Here because it's oh okay. It's not my little thing. No, That's, you have a big she's thing, talk, baby. She's talking about her little thing. Ooh, my little thing. Little finger. Not the clit, little the Miss Clitty. Clitty. That's little. She's yeah, kind of yeah, little. No, she's kinda very anyway, nice. it just showed up, but then other things happened. I like her. Doctor Block, I'm trying to watch some of your recorded videos on other websites, but having difficulty finding many. Where is the best place to catch your recorded videos with other girls and such? And such. That's what we have to find out. What that what the such, such means. What the such means. I guess it means other people. Yeah. <laughs> other people, perhaps other sex toys. Yeah. Anyway, you can find a lot of videos on drsusanblock.tv or... If you got lazy fingers, drsusie.tv. Now, either way, you're going to have to spell this, okay? So let me give you the short one. D-R-S-U-Z-Y dot TV, okay? D-R-S-U-Z-Y dot TV. And then you get me with other girls. I like how he called me other girls. I am a cougar. (laughs) <laughs> I don't really consider myself a girl, and I'm not really trying to be politically correct here because I like being one of the girls. Makes me feel young. 
But then again, I understand it's very politically incorrect to say that. So I sort of say gals sometimes. So anyway, Go Boy. That's his name. Go Boy. So on YouTube, you know, you can find little pieces of things, but YouTube censors us. We can't show me with the girls doing hot stuff like Bonoboville Communion. We can't show me even doing kinky yeah. things anymore. And no They've nipples. They've gotten more conservative. No nipples. Well, I understand the no yeah. nipples, but what not even no suggestive. Nipples. Yeah, not even. It's not fair. Even thinking about sex, if it could lead you to think about sex, you're banned. That's why our title tonight <laughs> is Stop the War. <laughs> we want to get off. So we mean we want to get away from the war, get off of the war game, and we want to get off, baby. We want to come. We want to come. What is wrong with that? And these people making this war, and yeah, the main one, the bad guy, the bully, is Putin. But there are other people involved on the Russian side, and I don't know about the Ukrainian side, but definitely the NATO side. They are making this war. And let's just say definitely the worldwide military-industrial complex, most of which is run by America. So that side, which is a side of war, the military-industrial complex, that always wins. And the people of the world always lose. Always. And we are the people of the world. And we want to win. We want to win back life. We want to win through love and kink and pleasure and the bonobo way. We want to swing from the trees and with each other. The lowering of violence. Lowering, like right? Just lowering. You know, yeah. you can do the wrestling thing. That's kind of fun. What? Well, you know, when they do the naked wrestling, like the Greeks used to do. I oh, like that. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. I understand they got to put clothes on now. Naked wrestling, bring it back. I would watch it. But you know, it's a contest. It's cool. Sperm wars, sports. I'm not a big sports fan, but it's better than war. <laughs> so. I'm okay with that. But I am against war, and I am for love. This is not an easy position to take right now. Everybody wants to fight Putin. Mercenaries are running off to Ukraine to fight. Can, I, can you hold your thought there for a second? There's a listener that's calling in, but he, he can't somehow, what do you say, um... Oh, what's the best line to call in? <laughs> to phone? Yeah. I, okay, yeah, 213-291-9497. You can give us a call. Now, actually, that is our therapy line during the week, but on Saturday night, we are live on the air, and so you can call 213-291-9497. Not that anybody is ever on the air that calls in for therapy. That is a completely private and confidential experience. 
But when you call the show, you are fairly anonymous. It's just your voice, but your voice is on the air. And don't use a voice changer because they don't work and they sound awful. <laughs> just put on one of your politically incorrect accents. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thought we'd be almost celebrating our 30th wedding anniversary to anti-war people? And we fell in love many times, really. But one of the times we really fell in love was in 1990 when we were experiencing the first Iraq war, what they called the Gulf War, the buildup, which was called Desert Shield. (laughs) And it was built up by the elder Bush, George Herbert Walker Bush. And he was the first one to break the American promise to the Russians. And our promise was to not build up NATO. And he started adding countries to NATO in order to invade Iraq. We were against that war. I didn't quite understand at the time how bad it was not just to invade Iraq and really ruin that country. I mean, just destroy it. Just destroy it. An independent country. And then destroy it further through sanctions and then further and further with the big rape of Iraq that George, the junior... uh, perpetrated and anyway right at that time I didn't realize that he was also finagling this NATO thing that I think was very upsetting to the Russians Putin wasn't in charge yet but he was a young guy that affected by it by the propaganda and all the the lies the lies they were lies it was all a big lie it's all you know, in the past, it's been the same thing. We, we, we never learn. I don't know what it is with us humans. Uh, it, we're, we're hard to teach or, you know, uh, what don't we understand, you know? Anyway, wow. That's pretty amazing stuff. So now there's this war going, and yeah, it's human, but I don't know if it's so human to have these big wars. I think that that is more a function of capitalism, of making money through the war machines around the world. And the biggest one is in America, but there's a war machine in Russia, and it's pretty big. And so those war machines make money, and everybody thinks the best thing in the world, whatever you do, is to make money. And that is our capitalogenic disease that is human, but I guess I feel that we humans, we are more than that. We are animal too. We're not just this machine, let alone this war machine. And so these people who get power and get money, and they are related, they become a little less human. They close themselves off. You see Putin at the end of a long, what is it, a dining room table, a, a conference, conference table, table. Uh, uh, 
a ping pong table, I don't know, but it's crazy. And of course, yes, the corona apocalypse, the pandemic has made this distancing much worse and we have to do it to live. But it makes us less human, doesn't it? So now it's like a fight to the finish. I mean, that's what it seems to be to some of these people out there, both pro and anti and whatever. But I don't mean anti-war. If you're anti-war, no. The fight has to stop. But if you're pro this or that, it's a fight to the finish. And it's not easy to be anti-war, especially because my heart goes out to Ukraine, but my heart also goes out to the Russians that did not start this war although they're not being bombed right now. But the anti-war protesters are being taken into custody for 15 years sometimes, just for protesting. I thought they were gentle <laughs> last week. I said, oh, they don't seem as rough as the US police, but whoa, they put you away, the gulag. <laughs> so it's not easy to be anti-war. And it wasn't easy when we fell in love over our anti-war stance amongst all the warmongers surrounding us when Bush was going in there with NATO. Is that when we did the tape? Yes. The Desert tapes? Susan. Desert Susan, sure. By the way, if you have one of those tapes, I'd like to get a copy. I we have them. We have them? We have it online. It's at drsusanblock.com slash desert dash Susan. I don't have to spell that. It's not fancy. Just regular Susan. None of that Susanita stuff. <laughs> Sorry if I'm offending you Susanitas out there, but I'm just a plain, not even Jane, Susan. Okay, so we're anti-war then. We fell in love over that because make love, not war. There's a reason that that is a, a meme before memes. I got that from Danielle Watts, who I'm going to talk about a little later because she likes our make kink, not war phrase, although she likes better, she of course has to do her poetic thing, share kink, not war, because she's into this whole sharing thing, which I'm into too, that's very bonobo. And Jux Lee says, there better be some such. Of course, I don't know what he's referring to, because that's what happens when you guys post comments that are in response to something that is being said, please, what teacher of mine told me to do this when I'm like posting an interview? Oh, no, no, it wasn't a teacher. It's when you do an interview on a documentary or TV and the interviewer is asking you the question, but the interviewer is going to be cut out. So you have to include the question in your answer. Okay, class? You know how to do that? Include whatever the subject is when you say there better be some such what? Juxley, you know how to do this. Anyway, he also writes, Ah, oh, we miss communion. Well, yeah, I know. I'm thinking about what to do. We're going to have a Vice TV visit soon, hey, right. and you're all invited. Well, not all of you. Actually, you've got to pass a lot of hurdles. But we're going to have it in a couple of weeks. So give us a call here at... Oh, my goodness. Look someplace. Yeah, there's Danielle Watts, if you're watching live. And... Rhiannon Ahrens and Chef P. Live and Ecor the Wolf and Tim as Putin. No, excuse me, Tim as Trump. Actually, Danielle played Putin 
later. And she showed some Putin stuff in her feed today. So Jux Lee says, so much tech support tonight. Wow. Yes, indeed. We have hot tech support. <laughs> Jux Lee, yeah. Okay. Now I want a voice changer, damn it. Okay, yeah. Well, I see. Okay, so now you're including the subject in your message. So I would say to my tech support team, don't include his statements that don't make sense. Okay. So the wizard says... We'll wipe stupidity. What did Hunter Biden do once in the (laughs) Ukraine? What was his profession? Asking for a friend. Wasn't it like pharmaceutical representative? It was a good deal. I thought he was a drug dealer. (laughs) I don't know. Something. Yeah. He was the president's son. He was the president's son and using his dad, which I don't know what... What kid doesn't to, uh, to to profit from it, especially if they're rich? Right. So he had a money. profitable position, yeah. and correct. It was probably not a good idea, all in all, to <laughs> no. have so much American influence in Ukraine. Ukraine should be neutral. I totally understand that position, and that is the great monster's position and he is a monster he's a bully but he has a few points every buddy has a few points that doesn't mean they're right it just means we need to understand where we might be wrong and one way is that ukraine really should be neutral i believe we should all be neutral let's not get too fancy about this i don't think we should have military alliances. I don't think we should have nukes. I am anti-war. I am pro-kink. Okay. So. You're getting defeated anyway. Right. Wizard says, make heart. I believe the heart means love. Hopefully not heart surgery. Right. (laughs) It's a valentine. Well, you never know nowadays. No, but it's not the cardiac organ. It's more like the heart and uh, Valentine's Day, which is Lupercalia, which means it looks like a heart-shaped ass, baby. Correct. I love it. And so he says, make heart, not war. He's on YouTube. And Go Boy says, Putin sits at the head of a groveling table. See, this is why I think Putin's kinky. And any time that somebody plays out that dominant a role in public... They usually have, like, you know, to be cliche-ish, a little boy inside that needs to be submissive to some sort of mommy figure who could tie him up and take away the keys to the nukes and even the other bombs that are killing Ukrainians. And you would be such a heroine. Of course, you might be dead, but I don't know. Somebody's got to do something. And I do think Kink could be a weakness of his. I'm sure he has other weaknesses, like being an asshole. (laughs) I should have a couple of farts after that. There are all types of kinksters. There's the good ones and the bad ones. Kink in and of itself. Well, I don't know. Actually, when I hear the phrase kink, I kind of think consensual kink. And so I do think it's good. So, there you go. But there are kinky people. It's one of those loose words. There are kinky people that are naughty. That are beyond naughty that should be really in bondage. 
<laughs> so the wizard said, yes, teacher, d'accord, Dr. Susie, d'accord. And he spelled it right. At first it was spelled wrong, by the way, I want to say. It was spelled S-U-S-I, which I spelled it that way for a period of time in my life. I tried that spelling. And S-U-S-I-E, no, 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 no. That's not it. Not when you're talking to me. You're talking to me. You spell it S-U-Z-Y. But it's not S-U-Z-A-N. That's the thing. That's what's confusing. I know. Susan is S-U-S-A-N. So what are you going to do? If you want to follow me to find me with girls. And Jux Lee says, listener was asking about where to find videos of you with other girls and such. Hence the demand for such. All they have to do is go to our archives right? in the TV site, TV site. which today has had a, a wonderful amount of people visiting. A renaissance. Yeah, and uh, it's, all, it's all free. Yes. Uh, hold on a second. I mean, it's all free, but nothing in life is free. So if you'd like to donate something, go ahead. All right? If not, fuck you. Go ahead anyway. Right, so it is free, but we ask for a donation. Right, so that other people can see it for free. And then you get a password, and it's easier to get in every time. And so that I can eat. Right, because if you don't pay a little fee... (laughs) To the racketeers. To the racketeers. Then you have to enter more digital crap in order to get in and get to the free stuff. So it's worth it. Also, you're helping the bonobos. Both the real bonobo great apes in the wild who we help through Lola Ya Bonobo and the Bonobo Conservation Initiative and you help the human bonobos, the bonobo sapiens your bonobo comrades us, we need a lot of help and the wizard said heart means love oh I love you wizard Ooh, I love the wizard card in the tarot yes indeed and Lily says wow she's getting triple x putin needs to be and she i think has a symbol of a fist which is a nice symbol you know it's the symbol of like power to the people and also i am fisting you and as for really capturing somebody i think it's almost as good as bondage because if you are fisting someone they can't maneuver too well. Wait a minute. So if he gets fisted by this intrepid sex worker I am imagining, fantasizing about in my mind, that then... That is Putin. Right. Ah. Right. That would, that ah, would get it. Putin ah. and it would all work. Juxley well. is ruminating on my name now. That Susie or Susie with an I would only work with a heart over the I, which is so not you. Right. I would have to have a devil over the I, and that would be too complicated for an I. So why is it? And why kind of looks like a swing? So you could have a bonobo swinging from the Y or a couple of people. Ah, uh, I see. We should do that. Swing something from my Y. Why? Why fist Putin? 
It could be very disgusting. I grant you that. But if you save humanity, isn't it worth it? Yes, of course. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a determined, uh, very uh, Nazi ideal. What is? You, you knock off whoever's running the organization, and you hope. <laughs> well, I don't want to be like supporting any Nazi ideals, and I wasn't saying to knock him off. Actually, I don't think you have to mm. knock him off. You can drone him out. No, you can get a sex worker to capture him. You just have to think more than these drones do. You have to think of how to capture him, to slip the spider web around him. Spidey sense is what it takes. Yes, as Go Boy says, in the immortal words of Ronnie James Dio, we're all rainbows in the dark. Yeah. And Rich Bigley adds, fist Putin for freedom. I'm all for that. See, you don't have to drone him. I mean, you could. If you do, I wouldn't complain. But <laughs> what I'm saying is I, uh -huh. as a sexologist, sex therapist, sexpert, sexologist of the year, thank you, Glennies, I say, yeah, fist him. Tie him up and take away the controls and render him helpless. There are many ways to render people helpless. So... They're experts at it, by the way. The Russians? Y yes. Oh, yeah, they drug you. They have we the, could do that, too. They have the best hookers, and they have the best assassins. Now, by the way, speaking of Putin and his best hookers, I always think he's talking about female hookers, but maybe male or trans, because he does seem to have a little... I would say pansexuality going there. Uh -huh, yeah, uh -huh, I think he, uh -huh. he goes both ways, always. Yeah, yeah, not just yeah. both, but all. Yeah, if you put him so in, in diapers and stuff, yeah. he looks like a big baby. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think the baby yeah. thing is definitely there. I thought that about Trump. He's I think a big that's baby. about a lot of bullies. Yeah. A lot of bullies are big, big babies. babies. They are. They don't get their way, <laughs> and so they throw a tantrum. Right, right. So somebody, they, see, that's what I'm saying. A sex worker that's kind of like a mommy or a daddy could be a daddy. Could be the daddy role. Daddy going to fist you, Vladimir. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And he crumble. Oh, yes, daddy. Fist me. And then, okay, call off all the wars. Stop the wars. We want to get off. Okay, Putin, you get to get off too. Don't get off this way. Come on, you know a bomb is an ejaculation substitute. It's embarrassing, isn't it? Everybody sees you like this. Aren't you embarrassed? You know, sometimes embarrassment is a good thing. A little shame. Not usually, though. Usually shame is misplaced. By the way, there's an awesome piece about sex work by John Oliver that is out now, so y'all check it out. And thank you, Veronica Monet, a former sex worker and current sex therapist, I think, and you know, media person. And Don Pascal also sent it to me, and Maxine Dugan, I got it sent to me by everybody. This great 
sex work piece by John Oliver, although I will say Don Pascal is correct in saying he gets everything, except he doesn't really get that a lot of the problem that America has with sex work is American erotophobia that is even a wider problem than the problem with sex work that is seeping into all aspects of life, this puritanism, a neo-puritanism. It's clothed in modern clothing. Jux Lee says a devil tale totally works on the why. Yeah, that's true. We could do a little devil tale on my Susie why not. <laughs> I, I'm wondering if I have to be some part of this. Just, part of what? Oh, just the, the story. What do you mean, the story of what? The story you're telling right now. Which story am I telling right now? <laughs> I've been telling a lot of stories. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> the one that I apparently have interrupted in some way. Right, to the point that I don't... Oh, okay. Okay, go ahead. No, I was just sort of giving some kudos to John Oliver. You know yeah, who yeah, he is? Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. He know. has Not a great that. piece out, pro-sex work, pro-decriminalization. Yeah. He doesn't even make the mistake of saying we need legalization. He says that would be okay, better than nothing, but we need decriminalization. Yeah. Power to the sex workers. Make sex work, not war. Right. Yeah, the Dutch were very concerned with outlawing it or just basically ignoring it. Yeah. Technically, th drugs in most of Holland are illegal. Right. Yeah, but no, nobody prosecutes because that's kind of the deal. And it helps keep the crime rate down. Correct, correct. That and also the decriminalization of a lot of porn, and that is really the expression of sex workers. That's the original meaning of the word pornography is... Dirty writings? Writings of prostitutes. Prostitutes. Of right. sex workers. Right. That's the original meaning, and not that porn is all writings of sex workers, and of course it's more than writings now. But it's a form of sex work, and we all do it, even when we just send each other hot selfies with our tongues hanging out. <laughs> Tongue. Ooh, that's a sex organ, if ever I heard of a sex organ. As much as the butthole is a sex organ, the tongue is, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, back to fisting Putin, yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. Well, okay. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I didn't say it was easy to be a hero for humanity. I mean, I'm not against it. But right. But, you know. It would stop him. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Uh, for that moment. Then you'd have to take control. And then you tie him up. Put him away. One of those little gulag rooms. Where are you at right now? Where am I at? Yeah, on the screen. I have many screens. I am a woman of many, many screens. I have Go Boy saying Ronnie James Dio. I don't know who that is either. If we listen to Fools, the mob rules. Sure, that sounds like a good meme, but everybody has a different idea of what the fool is. 
And, and who the mob is. Here's the thing. The in confusion in the mobs. Yes. <laughs> the legal mobs, they, they work exactly like the mafia. You pay me, you can do business in my territory. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, we fire and shoot you. <laughs> this is what the capitalogenic society yeah, yeah, devolves right, into. Right. Wonderful. When we don't take care of each other. That's great. Mm, so. Amazing. This <laughs> is extraordinary. Actually. So, Fools, yeah. I mean, this show is Stop the War. We want to get off. We do. And it's a play. And the play is really about how a guy who is always thinking about himself and getting ahead and he makes a lot of money but he hurts the woman who loves him and in the end he says what kind of fool am I actually he sings what kind of fool am I who never fell in love because he's been spending all this time <laughs> focusing on making money and he says it seems that I'm the only one I'm ever thinking of. Uh, yeah. And he is. When you have to make a lot of money, you think about yourself. Well, you better. And it's toxic. <laughs> you better, better. It's brought us Putin. He is an extreme form of this disease, I will grant you that. But a lot of people have it. And a lot of people suffer for it. So, happy International Woman's Day. It is that, almost. Today? We're oh, on yeah, the cusp yeah. of it. Actually, Chef Be Live, who has a birthday today. He's 51. 51 really? around the sun. Happy birthday, Chef Be Live. He says, woman -afest your dreams. Actually, I think you pronounced that Womanifest, like manifest, oh, except yeah. womanifest. Oh, yeah, get yeah, it? yeah, 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 yeah. So that's yeah. his <laughs> I get a little little new <laughs> word for International Women's Day. And we say kudos to Katanji Brown Jackson because she seems cool. I don't know. I just thought I'd give her a kudo. And she might be the first black woman on the U.S. Supreme Court. You know, you, at one point, <laughs> you had a lot of amazing women around you. At one point, I had a lot of amazing women around me. Happy International Women's Day to all the amazing women I have had around me. And a few men, and such. Right. So anyway, Katanji is kind of hot. I would have her around me. I don't know if she'd do it, but I would certainly have her come Ooh. around. The first black woman on the Supreme Court, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, Nominated yeah. by your pal Joe. <laughs> and that doesn't sound too she great. used to be a public defender. Right, Which right. is cool. And she's hot. And Tucker Carlson wants to know her LSAT scores. And I want to know her measurements. So <laughs> both of us are highly inappropriate. I'd rather be me, though. <laughs> Why are you asking for her LSAT scores when you didn't ask Amy Cohn and Barrett's LSAT scores or any of your friends? 
Anyway, we know why. We know why. I'd say it's racist, but it could be misogynist. I don't know. I guess it's anti-Democrat, that's for sure. But it's Tucker. It's gross. And Juxley is asking me about Womanafort. Is that like a Manafort woman? Paul Manafort's wife would be Womanafort. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Okay, Jux, okay. have another drink. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> woman. Okay, happy International Woman's Day. Now, speaking of women, there's a feud going on now, which I don't know a lot about it, but it is between the playmates of the Playboy Mansion. And it is mostly about Hef. I sent you some pictures of me and Hef. And you can see that I was not one of his favorites exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I did not suffer some of the things that these ladies are claiming. Right. Although I think the big claim is that if you lived in the mansion, he would say, have a quaalude. And then he would have sex with you. And he would do it in his bed, which was rather large, with a lot of other women. And I guess, you know, there were also the kind of things that would happen at any big party, which was sometimes people would be obnoxious. Not him, but other people. Yeah, and snort coke or something. Well, that would be one of the Right, well, you know, they'd be doing that. <laughs> Anyway, there's imagine. this feud going on between the playmates who were accusing him of, I guess, some form of perversion. I mean, how many of these playmates are there? Ten, twenty? There's lots of playmates. Like oh, but the ones accusing him, not that many. No, no, that's what right, I wanted to know. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ex-playmates, obviously. Yeah, but but here's many? what happened. There was a gal who made another documentary about Paris Hilton. And it was about how this place that Paris Hilton went to school that was for bad girls was really mistreating her, abusing her. And maybe it was true. I have no idea. That was an obscure place. And they got them into a lot of trouble and maybe even closed them down. I don't know. But other people also came forward to say, this place was awful. And they got a lot of viewers because of Paris Hilton. And because people love to hear about, like, sexual things. And then, of course, what the mainstream media does is they tell you about these sexual things. They show you sexy pictures. And then they say, but it was all bad. It was really a lot of rape and harassment and evil. And so the same producer of that show had decided she would produce a show about the Playboy Mansion in which she would show all the real beauty of all of these playmates and the grotto and the places around the mansion and <laughs> some really amazing eye candy. And then, of course, talk about how awful, 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 Hef was. I can imagine. No, no, really, I can imagine. Hey, what is this? What do you, what do you, oh, there we are. Okay, so if you're watching live, 
you see me with Hef at the Erotic Museum, actually. Although I went to the Playboy Mansion, too, but this was a picture where I'm with him and his girls. But he is looking straight ahead. I am looking at the camera. <laughs> so it's kind of not an intimate picture. <laughs> and there I am looking at him with a chair between us and two playmates. <laughs> so as you can see, he and I were not close. But yeah, I went to some of his events. And uh, you know, it was in the days where I didn't carry a camera around. People didn't take that many pictures. It was in the late 80s. And so uh, I had a good time. What can I say? So I'm kind of on the side of the ladies that are saying it was a cool place and let's not just completely trash this dead guy. But at the same time, hey, it's show business. I get it. I hope Vice doesn't do something weird like that with us. But <laughs> one thing I can tell you all out there... Don't you trust that mainstream media? That's what I have to say. And even some of the women that were interviewed for this documentary, they said, of course, they cherry-picked what they used. They'd be interviewed for three hours. They use 30 seconds, right? Keep that in mind. It's hard to keep in mind. We are all being seduced. We are all being body-snatched by the pod. When I think of the pod, I kind of think of Zuck. Yuck. Like Zuckerberg is holding yeah, his yeah. pod, and I have to go in there. <laughs> so scary. And then there's Putin. There's all these monsters around. Yeah, yeah. What do we do? You know, who knows? Yeah. Nobody knows. Everybody thinks they know. Nobody really knows. Do you know? I don't know. Right. I say that very freely and very often. However, <laughs> I have a need to be liked, listened to. I'm an exhibitionist. I want to interact with people. And I find that people like it when you do know, especially when you are on a podcast. They kind of like you to say, this is how it is. But folks, we don't know. How about that? We're a little different as podcasters. Right. Everybody thinks <laughs> that you've got to have the answer, especially all these podcasters that sell you stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they've got answers. <laughs> Boy, they got, they, they're selling from dental creams that will grow your teeth back. Uh, just amazing health stuff because the government has to pay for those M medications. Yes. <laughs> so it's a big business. Very, very nice. It's all very nice. Big business. And licensed. It's not like some outlaw kind of business dealing in, in drugs for a million dollars or so. This is big. <laughs> <laughs> huge. So, Brian Lucas, a.k.a. Chef Be Live, a.k.a. Rockstar, R-A-W-K-S-T-A-R, birthday boy, says, I love the woman within. Ah, yes. I like it inside there also. Myself. You like Mr. Penis inside of this woman. Yes, well, this one here, yes. Right. Uh -huh. I like it, too. Otherwise, he says, uh-uh, 
You better well, watch out. Yeah, I'm a lucky girl. <laughs> I got a penis that doesn't really want to be another woman. But if your penis does, that is not so bad. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. It's all right, you know. Just make sure you take precautions. Put security cameras in there. No, wear condoms. There are other precautions. Oh, what's going on? We're here? talking about penises going into different women to be within a woman. But I think that what Chef Bilai was talking about is the woman within him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, within him, yes. Which right. is like that Jungian thing of the anima is in You're the man. You're in the <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a little, no, shh. What's going on? <laughs> Jax Lee wants to know Trump's University of Pennsylvania grades right I have my parents report cards from there and they went to University of Pennsylvania so Jux is also wishing Chef Belai the happy birthday and Jux's birthday is coming soon speaking of Chef Belai Danielle had a long beautiful essay Oh, the essay. Two essays, Two actually, essays. she wrote. One of which was inspired by our Make Kink Not War mm-hmm. show, as well as our Ukraine love train. And the other was more, I guess, about this experience here that she had on Bastille Day. And she mostly was herself, but during a period of time she played Putin. Oh, that's, that was a great scene. Exactly. <laughs> she, Danielle she did as great. Putin in Bonoboville. And then she shared that piece and she wrote, What if every time we were tempted to talk about our confusion, fears, and anger about Russian and Ukraine or any other war, we instead consider the ways we relate with pleasure and liberated transcendent communion in our own lives, in our own relationships. The expression make love not war is a very real command that the creators of our modern American culture asked us to take seriously. And this is why it was one of the first ideas to go viral in our modern culture that continues to go viral even though it was created before viral memes even existed. When we are supported in meaningful relationships where we share and reveal love in deeply transformational ways, love and the way we can love more delights our imaginations, not war. War dominates the cultural imagination because we also have the same energy that Vladimir Putin has in us. And one of the best ways humans have found to transform our conflict-obsessed, fear-based minds is to share our kinks through deep, loving communication and communion. Chef Be Live and I recently called in to the wondrous Dr. Susan Block radio show together that Dr. Susie shares with her adoring husband, Maximilian Lubkowitz and Villa Bonobo. She's talking about FDR. We had pulled over to the side of the freeway after a wild night at Atlantic Grill and Bolero at Atlantic Station in downtown Atlanta. Little commercial there. For Atlantic Grill. Get their fish. <laughs> That's what I would get. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Right. 
And what is she and doing? And I mean there? that in every sense of the word. What is she doing there? What? Well, she was there when she called in a couple oh, weeks ago on our just... Make Kink Not War show. You were at the bar and grill. They were getting the fish, baby. Oh, so kinks. Okay, I'm going to go on because oh, yeah, this yeah, is go interesting. Ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Kinks had come up in our relationship that night, and I'd shared several live videos on my Facebook expressing them. By the way, I haven't fully read this. I just read the beginning, so I thought it was interesting. Later, on the way home, on the side of the freeway, we called in because Susan M. Block, I think that's me, is also a therapist. What do you mean, also? <laughs> what was the other thing? Oh, oh, right, I do a show. But there wasn't enough time left in the show to talk because they called in too late, you people. <laughs> Call in now if you want to talk. And we've only got a little bit of time now. We like to talk too, you know. <laughs> so that's what we do. But yeah. the number is 213-291-9497. Don't tease us, though. Call or don't call. Don't call at the end. Don't call when we've got five more minutes. We end at midnight, just so you know. Moving right along. We hope to share more with the Dr. Susan Block Institute in the future. I think this is a commercial for us. Right. In the meantime, here is the kink-themed link to the radio show. And also, please enjoy the screen jab, grab, or I thought it said screen jab, which was kind of interesting, of a philosophical musing that I shared on Twitter this morning, this along with an image of a spontaneous performance art moment of me channeling a sexually liberated <laughs> version of Vladimir Putin on the Dr. Susan Block Show in okay. 2018. And then we have a censored but very erotic and explicit version of Danielle Watts as Putin with Chef B Live right behind her holding a phallic object Where can I see towards this? Trump. I'm looking at it on Danielle's site. Oh, so Danielle's site. I just want to read you what she wrote. Which is a beautiful little meme here. Danielle is quite the writer. Danielle, I just want your dad to know, and your mom, that all that money they spent on your education was very well spent. spent. War. No, really? Danielle, a.k.a. Da Love, says, War is the public play of those who believe public erotic play is indecent. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I understand. And Putin is quite the Puritan. Uh, I mean, he's got his hookers, publicly, but he's all for he's all for Christian oh, yeah, repression, right, right. repression oh, yeah. of expression. Because yeah, he's orthodox. He censored Pussy Riot. Yeah. He yeah. sent them to the gulags. Yeah. Badly. He tortured them. He harmed them. Oh, he needs. Someone like Mistress Tara, who ran for president against Trump. And he could use them. Uh, I was just interrupted. Excuse me. I'm gaining my <laughs> bearings. Uh, the ship's all right. <laughs> Everything's going to calm down now. Someone just came <laughs> up and <laughs> ate my pussy. No. And Jexley says, now I'm picturing Mr. Penis. Very Mr. Peanut-like. Oh, no. 
Mr. Penis is more like Mr. Cucumber, not Peanut. Who's Peanut? Awkward monocle. Well, maybe if it's that big. Well, Mr. Peanut, Mr. Penis, Mr. Peanut. I know what he's saying. It's like the planters guy with the top hat and a monocle. Kind of like the little guy in the emojis that we look at with the monocle, except it's a peanut. And a lot of people use peanut to describe a cock like they say that the planetoid Eros is shaped like a peanut. Now, the planetoid Eros is bigger than the whole city of Manhattan. (laughs) So, it's well hung for a planetoid. You have to to consider that. So, Juxley says, wait, getting the fish is euphemistic? Of course, getting the fish. I mean, maybe it's too obvious, but we were talking about a restaurant. So, in that context, it is euphemistic. But I'm sure they were getting the fish. They were acting busy in there. Okay. I am lost. We are showing <laughs> the Putin thing okay. now. Okay, ridiculous. Hold on a second. Here. No, no, go ahead. So David go ahead. D. says, Hugh Hefner had no need to do anything shady. He literally had an army of hot models beating down his door. And that is true. Dave D. is on YouTube. I will say that that is very true. And I will also say that sometimes people with no need will be obnoxious. They do things they have no need for because they're pushing for power. I didn't hear that about Hef when I was around, but it's possible. It's just not the stories I've heard about him. And I had a lot of good times. And not only that, I was inspired to create my own Playboy mansion that was very different, more hippie-like and more kinky and more political although Hef was very political actually maybe more artsy-fartsy we're different than Playboy uh, more well, different I mean, kinds was, of bodies he was li- liberal he was liberal and of course the right wing always called him a communist you know um, he was pretty capitalist <laughs> yeah, of although he shared with his playmates as long as they followed his rules well, it's the same thing if you work at the factory. <laughs> if you're not following the rules, somebody might not want to pay you. Well, that's capitalism. Right. When you got a boss, you got to deal with that. Right. Or not. Or not. And certainly he didn't force anybody to stay in the Playboy Mansion. He might say, if you were one of his girls, what, you're not feeling well? You're, you're tired? You got to go out with me tonight. Come on. I mean, boyfriends do that all the time. Girlfriends do that. What do you mean you're tired? Come on, get up. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. These days, if you got money, you can get sued. Not that I feel sorry for the people with money. Because in a way, I feel like, well, maybe this is a redistribution of wealth. Although it's (laughs) very bad for sex in the culture. It gives a lot of young people a bad feeling about sexual pleasure I mean I thought that the extension of the Playboy Mansion was to say yes this is good pleasure but it should be for more people more different kinds of people he seemed to only like a certain body type and that was limited and so yeah open it up and he seemed to be very oriented towards male power although honestly he was a big fan of 
my friend at the time, Dr. Tony Grant, and her wisdom, although she was into femininity. So yeah, okay, so he was kind of the old style, madman, 50s guy in many ways. But he was also very much for many aspects of women's liberation as well as sexual liberation because birth control and the right to choose is part of both revolutions. Can't we rejoice in that instead of one revolution hiding from the other? Like pretending that birth control is all about family planning. Yeah, it's partly about family planning, but it's also about having a good, sexy time without worrying about getting knocked up. Anyway, I want to show some great art. Can we do that now? Sure, sure. I want to show art from the show Love is Brave with Scott Seedman, who is a fabulous artist, painter, and he is doing a show February 12th to March 20th, if you're tuned in live. Otherwise... I guess you can find his work online. Love is Brave ah, here we go. is the title of the show, The Art of Scott Seedman. And it is on 1712 Ocean Park Boulevard, the Valnez and Company Gallery in Santa Monica. And Stacy and Megan Valnez are presenting this amazing show. We are very excited about it. We are hoping to get there. Maybe even go with the Vice crew. I don't know. I'm fantasizing. But we have showed a lot of his art in Bonoboville. Yeah, he does some beautiful work. In Dr. Susie's Speakeasy yeah. Gallery. So we are very excited. He is what I often refer to as a kinky Michelangelo. And earlier I was talking to one of our Bonobo comrades who called him like Salvador Dali. This is a painting, if you're watching live, where a man is running across the beach naked and his pants yes. are flying through the sky. At first I thought he was flying a kite. I'm not sure. Me too. Or maybe the pants are just flying away. Either way, it's fabulous looking. Whether it is a kite, it... It could be either one. And the, he's holding it in his hand. Yes, I think it is a kind. The right side. Anyway. Right, yeah, right side. There's so much freedom and simplicity and innocence in some of Scott Seaman's work. Did I say Seaman? <laughs> I meant to say Scott Seedman. But you know, a name like that, Scott, and you're bound to get some malapropisms that turn people on. So deal with it. Maybe that's why you have pursued erotic art. And your erotic art is quite exceptional. There's a lot of erotic art out there. And a lot of fantastic erotic art out there and in here in Bonoboville. But Scott Seedman's is classical, beautiful, and always somewhat humorous. And Yeah, this is a great piece. We are showing a piece that shows right. two ladies pulling hair and 
being very erotic. And the original painting actually shows nipples. And I know you can show art. It's okay. But I don't know when that will change. Probably next week. So I'm not taking risks. And the picture <laughs> is actually square anyway. So for the horizontal purpose, I cut it off. <laughs> so beautiful Scott Seedman picture. That's funny. That's great. No. But I do want to say I'm going to be a DomCon. Interesting that we're now showing a Scott Seedman piece that is called Trust Me because I will be talking about how to combine trust with lust. And that is exactly what this painting does because you can tell this couple knows each other whether they've just met that night or they've known each other for 10 years. Well, it seems more like 10 years. Looks like he has a two-way tape above and below his lip and that and also his nose up there and when he goes to kiss her they're stuck together wow yeah because now the other part of the tape is is, is holding her back anyway it's called trust Beautiful. me yeah 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 and he's pulling her hair oh no those are our, our fingers <laughs> yeah i didn't know what you're talking about i wasn't about to interrupt your interpretation but those are her fingers, yes. Right. She's putting her fingers in I his mouth and back. over on his <laughs> I take it all back. That's, right. That's and actually, in the new version of it, the other hand is like a paw, a claw. Like yeah, it's yeah. A, a tiger, because she's very tiger-like. And it is very animal, and yet very human. Gosh, it's got so many elements. They're really struggling with each other, and yet so turned on by each other and I think in love and naked but you don't see anything I didn't have to cut any of this so it's really a piece for our times and it's about kink and now we have another piece about kink which is more traditional kink with a dominatrix with boots that should go up Putin's nose really the stiletto <laughs> up his nose he's got those big nostrils I don't mean to insult his appearance but they're kind of piggy and they could easily go up his nose. Anyway, DomCon is coming, and I'm going to be there. We're going to be there. Bonoboville is going to be at DomCon. I'm going to do another one of my lectures or talks or presentations or workshops, whatever they call them. And it's going to be called Make Kink Not War, the Bonobo Way. I always do the Bonobo Way. Usually I call it Femdoms of the Wild. And actually, one year I called it the Bonobo Way of Femdom Power. And yet this year, I feel because we're at war, hopefully I'll feel like, oh, geez, I really blew it because now we're at peace. I hope I feel that way, that I shouldn't have called it that. But I feel that we are at war, and I had to come up with a name like yesterday. So Make Kink Not War is the name of my piece that I'm going to give a seminar on and it is going to be on the Saturday of DomCon. Do I remember when it is? No, but it's in May, middle of May. I'll be telling you more about it. Don't you worry. And I will also be drawing from my new manifesto, Kink. Yes, indeed. <laughs> 
kink. Another guide for the perplexed, because many of us are perplexed by our kinks. We are certainly perplexed by this war. And many of us are perplexed by our kinks. I am perplexed by the war, but in a way I get it. It's the military-industrial complex, you know? Like they said during the election when Clinton was running, it's the economy, stupid. It's the military-industrial complex, stupid. Eisenhower, a Republican, warned us about that. Second World War, it became clear that war was a moneymaker. That it was a money they decided, oh, Very yes. Very clear. All of this has to be replaced and we're going to make it. So it became very clear that war was their bread and butter. Yes. It had to be a perpetual moneymaker. I think they always thought it was a moneymaker, but it was a seasonal thing. No, but the Second World War made it clear. It needed... Clear. (laughs) We need shit, man, and you better make it. Better make it. Yeah. Yeah. We even imported Nazis to right. make it, to make, to make it. the right. atom right. bomb. Right. right. We imported these guys that worked for Hitler. They had just worked for Hitler. Really. They didn't defect. They really worked there. <laughs> they, they left. <laughs> they left. <laughs> Better and, pay. Yeah. Better pay, exactly. No real morals. But some of them actually worked there. They yeah. were Nazis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The no, guy yeah. that the Dr. Strangelove is made about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why he has an arm that every once in a while can't help itself. It has to say, Heil Hitler! <laughs> it goes straight up. It's yeah. a fantastic movie. It's one of the best movies of all time. Okay? So you have to see it. Dr. Strangelove, really, now's the time to see it. Okay, so the date of DomCon, somebody excellent is giving it to me, May 18th to 22nd. I will not be mistress of ceremonies this year. I was asked, and I am honored, but I feel as though it would be too much work. I'm a lazy bitch, so what can I say? I don't want to do that much work. I got to go to my Yale reunion right after that. I got Vice right before that. I got you all to deal with, so I can't do it. But I love DomCon with all my heart and my ass and my whipping arm. And so I will be there, and I will do this great gathering, and I hope you will be there too. David D. says, in America, if you have money, you will get sued. I don't even have money, and I've been sued. If you have insurance... You'll get sued. There for you go. sure. I don't even have insurance in my yeah. suit. Well, not that kind of insurance. Your insurance company insures you for that. And if you have insurance, for sure you're going to be sued. But that's okay. You know, for some people it's great. So Juxley says he really is a fantastic artist. And I'm not sure who he's talking about. Not Hitler, because he was an artist. No, yeah, he right? was. Yeah. Oh, no. He's talking about Scott Seidman. Right. No, yeah. I, I'm kidding. That was a bad joke. Bad joke. Except yeah. you never know about these artists. I will tell you that. You never know about anybody. I love his That's work. That's why we shouldn't have anybody have that much power. We need checks and balances for reals. <laughs> So, 
Danielle Watts says Max seeing tape instead of fingers reveals maybe a link he has from all those years surrounded by tape and other office supplies in the publisher's office. What? This is Danielle trying to enter your mind. Ah. Penetrate. You're in my your office. Mind. It's better than invading your country with yeah, bombs. That's true. But that's she true. is invading your mind to try yeah. to imagine that because you've been looking at office supplies. <laughs> now, Danielle. Because I've been looking at We have a office. nicer environment than that. Come on, you've been here. We have beautiful erotic art. There she is. Look, look. Beautiful. We have beautiful you. <laughs> Shift be live. And she- and Rhiannon. No, it's something... Rhiannon's coming, too. Something terrible. Someone just punched him. I know. In the eye. And, and he's also, so gracious about yeah, it. Yeah, and he's very gracious about it and everything. And he dresses different than most people. And sometimes he dances rather than, you know, walk. Yes. You know, sometimes <laughs> I will punch that guy. Well... <laughs> Number one, there is a lot of punching going on in our world. It is disgusting. (laughs) And shooting. And that's even more disgusting. And bombing. And so much violence. You guys, make love, not war. Or if you don't know how to love, you know, love is complicated. Make kink, not war. Kink is simple. You just think of something that gives you pleasure. It doesn't even have to be sexual. It, it actually can be anything that gives you pleasure. People can have kinks for foods. It's almost like addiction without the addiction. And anyway, the word addiction is misused all the time. So make kink, not war. Looking forward to DomCon, says Juxley. It's creeping up on us. And let's see, Danielle did a cool post about that, as long as we're going Danielle crazy. Where is that? Make kink, not war. Uh, I listened to the whole show, she says. It's very seductive to believe that because everyone in the world is sharing war stories, that we also have to share war stories. Well, that's why we try to share kink stories. I wonder if the idea of the t-shirt should be share kink, not war. She likes share kink, not war. I get it. It's cool. I kind of still like make kink, not war, just because of the tradition of make love, not war. And because you do make kink, but she has an argument that I respect. Kinks already exist, like you said, in the previous show. They are literally everywhere. So we don't really have to make them. For some, I've noticed, they are like landmines in the psyche presenting themselves to us in different forms throughout the day. Even the subtle idea of a banana sitting straight up on a kitchen table can be suggestive toward the idea of sliding into greater openness and physical pleasure. You need an S in pleasure, Danielle. Anyway, we don't really have to make... Well... No, 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 I I get that. Yeah. We don't really have to make kinks as much... Right, I do tell you when words are misspelled. (laughs) I think of it as a service. As a service. I know, people find it an annoyance, which is the case with a lot of us service people. Right. All right. We don't really have to make kinks as much as we need encouragement revealing them and sharing our kinks in relationships. She has a good point there, actually. I agree with that. 
except I still like the phrase, make kink, not war, because you don't share war, you make war. It's a phrase, it's a making of things that is a human figure of speech. You all got that? But I respect Danielle. Danielle is actually more intellectual than me on this. I'm going with the popular usage. She's going with this deep understanding. Most I've met in life who work jobs in the capitalistic system, right, have been scared in recent years to make kinky jokes or even follow kinky people like us on Facebook because of all the sexual harassment workplace laws that could threaten their existence if they share their own kink. That is true. Then let's say if you free yourself from the matrix and decide to work for yourself like Be Live and I, we are still recovering and need examples of what it can look and sound like for different people to share their deep, scary kinks in conversation. Far out. That's what what we used to say. That's great. We already know from all the other shows in the world how to talk about the developments in Ukraine. I kind of disagree with that. We don't know. A lot of people are pro-Ukraine in a warlike way. I don't know if they realize how dangerous that is. I am pro-Ukraine also. Believe me, I am. My grandfathers were from Ukraine, and I love Ukraine. And I believe in their independence. I do think they should be neutral, though. And I hope to stop this war. Anyway, we almost are out of time. And there are some really interesting things on Danielle's post about our show. So we are going to continue the Danielle Watts message next Saturday or whenever we come back. Yeah, you're always welcome. Meantime, you can go to, where is it? It's actually on our Ukraine Love Train thread, which is pretty interesting thread. It even has my cousin on it telling me how I am standing up for family values which Diane. is very rare. Diane Block. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she loves me and I love her, but, you know, she rarely posts a comment on my I love kinky... her, too, and, when, you know, Diane. Yes. Go on. No, I was just saying I love her, too. Okay. So well, we all love each other. We have something in common. She rarely posts a comment... I know, I know. ...on my kinky posts. Oh, and the kinky one, yeah, yeah. But because this was only a little bit kinky, but mostly like a Ukraine love train, she posted a very supportive comment about how important it is that I turn all my sex maniacs into supporters of Ukraine. Which, yeah, I mean, I don't think there are too many Putin lovers, although there are a few, but not too many. But we don't hate the Russians, okay? We are not Russophobes. Like I said, my great-grandfather's citizenship papers say he was from Russia, even though he was from the Ukraine. It was a similar place. Anyway, Rich Bigley says, spread cheeks, not hate. And I think on that note, we will start to yes. kind of close the cheeks of the show. So. <laughs> the cheeks of the show have been open for an hour and a half, and we have been screwed long enough. Right. Although that is my grandfather's great oh, okay. those are not his citizenship cheeks. papers. No, oh, those are not his cheeks. Cheek, my grandfather okay. never let his cheeks be shown. <laughs> oh, my goodness. To my knowledge. 
Uh, no, there aren't too many records great, of those that's days. That's great. Anyway, check out Scott Seedman's show. Check out all of Danielle and Be Live's fabulous posts. Go to DomCon. Stop the war. We want to get off. We are tired of focusing on war. And yes, we understand when you're being bombed, you got to focus on war. I mean, you either got to get out of there. And by the way, my heart goes out to all those refugees. And thank you so much, all you people that are accepting refugees. And remember, there are refugees from Yemen, from Africa, from many, many places that you kind of aren't as accepting. So maybe you should accept some of them too. So anyway, accept all the refugees. <laughs> we are a part of a mess. We are one. And we and have to help each other. it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. We have a lot of refugees here in Bonoboville. Actually, Loser is uh, the funniest fundamentalist refugee. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Great. We accept uh, all kinds of refugees, as long as you can answer the phone. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Make kink, not war. Stop the war. I want to get out. What kind of fool is this? Stop the killing. Ooh, make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love, not war. Make love to someone you love tonight, even if that someone is you. I love, I you. love you. I kink you. Stop the war. Get off. I'm getting off. Woo! Wow. Beautiful. Need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves. But my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience, or a combination. My world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.